The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two, live in Kansas City today. Toby and TJ back with you. Sooners are done in the Big 12 tournament. Knocked out last night by OSU 57-49. We've got quarterfinals coming up today. Best day, by the way, of uh, this event coming up today. Uh, 11.30, Baylor and Iowa State in the 4-5 game. 2 o'clock, Kansas and West Virginia. Kansas, the one seed. Night session, 6 o'clock tonight. The two-seed Texas gets Oklahoma State. All purple in the late game tonight. 8.30 tip Kansas State and TCU. Sooner women play tomorrow. They uh, are in the quarters at 5 o'clock as the two-seed. Their opponent will either be Kansas or TCU. Those two teams play each other tonight. Big rally for OU baseball yesterday, down 6-1. TJ, it looked like that game was going the wrong direction, didn't it? And then... Kudos yeah. to the pitching for turning off the faucet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Aaron Calhoun looked pretty good again. A couple of other guys looked pretty good. And uh, Easton Carmichael continues to rake, and they dug out of it, came all the way back to win it 8-7. to seven. Nice win. Uh, very nice win. Nice comeback. Way to hold on at the end uh, to close things out. And you mentioned Easton Carmichael and what, we've done, what he's done early on, and we've bragged a lot about him both – at the plate and, and behind the plate and uh, Rocco and what he's doing and Anthony McKenzie well, and what he's doing. Yeah. He's just clutch, man. Keeps coming up with big hits and RBIs. Um, so, yeah, that was, a, that was a good comeback win yesterday after getting down early. Got to like find the did. pitching. If, if they can figure out yeah, the pitching, yeah, they do. I think this team can hit. This team can hit. Uh, there is one, and I, I shouldn't say this because you're going to get mad at me. I want to get clearance to talk about it with the coaches before so maybe on tomorrow morning's show there's there's one little uh injury that has popped up that might keep a guy out of the lineup for a couple of weeks nothing that is expected to be long term but something that could keep a starter out of the lineup for a couple of weeks and you could probably figure out who it is if you paid attention the last okay. couple of days well yeah i've already but figured that me, out then let me uh let me get the thumbs up I, we got hipaa rules and all kinds of stuff so let me make sure i Jump through the right hoops before I talk about it publicly, but um, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's anything that's. Um, it's major for him because it hurts, but I don't think it's going to be anything that requires surgery or is a long-term deal or that maybe even affects their lineup too much. Maybe it affects them in the field a little more than it does uh, uh, lineup-wise. Okay, let's get Darla in here. Darla's been patient with us. Good morning, Darla. Maybe Hello. she hasn't been patient with us. Hi, Darla. Hello. 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 Uh, hey, I just want to tell you something funny. When we okay. first got married, we've been married 42 years. 
uh, talking about toast. Willie? I, uh, I'm, I made some gr- toast, but it was green, and I'm blind, you know, and I, sm- and I didn't smell of it. Anyway, he, he wouldn't eat it, and I kept saying, why aren't you going to eat? you got to eat before you go to work. And so we laugh about it now. But Wait, the toast anyway. was green? You mean the bread was molded, you mean? Yeah, the, molded. Yeah, the bread, oh, was, bread was green. And well, For those that I don't know, Darla is uh, visually impaired, and you're yeah. saying that uh, there was some moldy bread. You didn't know it, and you made yeah, some and toast, made and he wouldn't eat your toast, and your feelings hey, hurt. good husband would have ate that toast and told you it was delicious. Right. you got to get on That's to him true. about that still, 40 years <laughs> anyway, later. Anyway, it was funny. Now it's funny. But anyway, I don't care about the rest of the tournament. I don't care about... The rest of the basketball tournament, I'm yeah. disappointed. And doesn't Porter need to hire another coach since he that does. one left? Yeah. He's got, a, he's got a vacancy, and it might come from inside. We'll see. But, yeah, there's an open spot there. Well, I hope he'll do better. He sounds so nice and professional. I mean, you know, so caring and stuff. I, I, I mean, I, just, I like his, you know, his demeanor. Right. And I right. Wish hey, I thanks, Darla. Thanks for All being right. patient Bye. with us today. All right, no problem. All right, see you. TJ, 68-team giveaway is now just four days away at Buffalo Wild Wings. What do the people out there need to know? The 68-team giveaway is four days away. Buffalo Wild Wings and more Monday, March 13th. Your shot Monday, at Monday, thousands Monday. in prizes. Um, 12 to 7, Steely and uh, Parker, uh, Thune and uh, the old man and noon. What's it called? Uh, Steel man yep, and thune at it. noon. You yeah. nailed it. Uh, they'll kick things off. They'll start giving away teams at two o'clock during the locked in hour. You can register online right now. If you can't be present for the event, a limited number of teams is going to be given away to those of you that sign up online. Plus, even if you're going to be at the event, go sign up online. It doubles your chances. You go into both hoppers. We're going to have multiple hoppers. And so you'll go into both hoppers, giving yourself an extra chance at getting drawn for a team. Uh, so you can go do that now, even if you're going to be there. We'll have uh, lots of great instant prizes to give away that um, will be given away throughout the show. And you've got to be present to win those instant prizes. So those won't go to anyone that register online. So uh, I know we had the weatherman upset with us the other day, like, ah, make people come to Wild Wings. Well, right. the majority of the teams are going to those of you there, and all Vast of the instant majority. prizes, yes, are going to yeah. to those of you there. So, but, Plus, we're going to be there, which in and of itself is a prize. That's right. That's right. So uh, it's all Monday. Buffalo Wild Wings and more right there uh, off the access road off of I-35 at 19th Street. You guys know where it's at. And, We've been there for years doing this event, so you guys know. Quit making us tell you where it's at, okay? Yeah, just Just Google it up. Google it up. Uh, Two teams stamping a ticket last night to the dance. Punching? Do they punch a ticket or stamp a ticket? I think you punch Punch a ticket, ticket. don't you? Yeah, yeah, like a little uh, train conductor. Yeah. A and M Corpus Christi is in out of the Southland. Colgate is in out of the Patriot. Tonight, Tulsa opens play in the American Conference Tourney, 6 o'clock against Wichita State. First round of that event coming up tonight. We've got some very interesting topics for T. Rowe Reads the News coming up at the bottom of the hour, TJ, involving college basketball coaching news. It was a fascinating day 
for college basketball coaching news yesterday. Uh, OU softball is headed to Starkville, Mississippi, where they will play four games over the next three days. What, what's Chris Plank's plan today, TJ? Is he doing a show or is he en route? Uh, no, he'll be doing a show today. He's actually live at uh, Cavens today, so he'll be doing a show normal today, and then I think they leave after his show sometime this afternoon. Very good. Mm-hmm. They play twice Friday, 12.30 against Sela, Southeast Louisiana, 6 o'clock against the home team, Mississippi State. Saturday, they get Mississippi State again at 3. Sunday, they play uh, church time, 10.30 in the morning, right during the service, TJ, against Omaha. So back on the road for Patty's team this weekend, going south this time. Baseball in Houston this weekend for three, Friday night, 6.30, Saturday night, 6.30, Sunday at 1. You can hear all the games here on uh, the ref, the flagship station of OU Baseball. Uh, Houston, a future Big 12 foe next year. They'll be in the Big 12. In the American Athletic Conference now, they have had a really good program. Uh, I looked it up this morning. Four NCAA tournament appearances in the last uh, eight years, I believe. Ten years? Eight years? Haven't been since 2018, but it's a solid program, although they are not off to a great start this year. They're 5-7 and seven so far this season, but there's a lot of baseball players down in Houston. And um, so that won't be easy. Uh, there is uh, one common foe early on this year. Cal played them to open the season in Houston. And Cal took two out of three from them. So we'll see. Um, opportunity to stay hot down there. Just looking at their stats early on, they haven't hit for much. Um, but they they look pretty solid defensively. And... On the mound, they've been so-so, I would say. Um, not not a lot that pops out at you looking at the Houston stats other than the base running numbers. Houston's stolen 23 bases, which is a big number. They have uh, – that's almost as many as OU. Not quite. I think OU's right at 31 now or something. But that signifies a team that wants to run. They've stolen uh, 23 bases. But they've given up a ton of stolen bases too, so uh, maybe OU can run on them. So we we might see some uh, we might see a bunch of cat and mouse on the base paths for both teams coming up this weekend. So you got women's basketball, baseball, and softball all going on, and the men are headed home today. They're going to eat breakfast and then hop on the uh, old charter bus that Dennis is driving and head back to uh, Norman this morning and hope that their name gets announced on. Sunday night. It's not going to, though, right, TJ? They're not going to the NIT, are they? I don't know. Someone texted in, too, asking you, is the CBI a possibility? Is that still around? It is. I feel like... Uh, now, this is just me. I feel like the NIT is okay. And it, it's it, a it walks the line. That's a, <laughs> it, it's acceptable to play in for a for a Power 5 team. You don't love being relegated to it, but you still can get some work in and maybe you end up in the Big Apple, you know? There's a reward, a carrot at the end of the NIT that's pretty cool. You get to go play in Madison Square Garden and 
It's a historic tournament, and it's acceptable. I don't know if the CBI is acceptable. If you're Oklahoma, is it? You tell me if I'm being a snob there. No, that's that's something I would turn down and invite to the CBI. Um, I understand wanting to get work for your younger guys and, and things like that and have more practice with them and, and be able to run them out there in actual games, but... I wonder, too, some of the guys that may be looking to, you know, get on with their future, their life, whatever their plans may be, are they going to stick around for a CBI bid, you know? So, NIT is already kind of, like I said, walking that line for me. So, I'm not accepting that invite if you were to receive one, if you're Oklahoma. Hang on. If I invited you to play in the CBI, you would not accept the invite? <laughs> no. That what you're that's me? what I'm telling you, yeah. What if you could get your uh, old Enid three-on-three team back together again? Would you um, guys accept Well, the problem the with the three-on-three three team was we lost our third guy, so it was just two of us, and we were playing two-on-three. Um, oh, I would boy. go to war with that guy anytime. I would um, battle on the court with that guy anytime. We are not in the uh, physical condition, the peak physical condition that we were back then. So we would probably right. turn down the CBI bid, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay, break time. Let's hit some more of your text messages when we come back. We'll read the news at the bottom of the hour. I'm out at 8.30 this morning to head to the airport, so just letting you know, early exit for me today. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the morning show statewide on the ref. Each and every day brought to you by the Riverwind Casino, OKC's number one gaming destination. Beats and Bites coming up soon, back this summer. I mentioned some of the acts that will be there this year. The Gin Blossoms, Mark Chestnut, 38 Special, along with Blue Oyster Colt. A lot of great shows, a lot of great food trucks coming up at Beats and Bites. A lot more going on between all their gaming. Showplace Theater will also kick off shows coming up this summer. A lot going on at Riverwind. Simply the best. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see here. Can it get worse? Yes. It's raining. It's from OU Architect. <laughs> Is it raining there, Teach? What's the weather update in Oklahoma? Uh, I haven't looked out in a while. My door's been shutting here. It was earlier. I'm not, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. All right, um, thank you. I'm locked away here, and the windows have the blinds down in the front, so I cannot see outside unless I leave you gotcha. right now. So. Gotcha. Uh, see if you agree with this. Joe's worst hire yet. Maybe in five years we'll be back in the NIT and playing in the McCaslin Fieldhouse. Someone's going to buy Porter out. So, if it's his, I don't agree that it's his worst hire ever. I can give you a list of other guys that I think were worst hires by Joe Castiglione. Um, a list? A list. But, why would someone come along and buy him out if it's Joe's worst hire ever? Well, I don't agree with it. I don't think he is. Who's on your list? Um, Pete Hughes is on my list. Terrible okay. hire. Um... Jeff Capel is on my list. Terrible hire. Okay. That may be my list, but that's... Lincoln Riley's on my list. Terrible hire. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Come on, Joe. Get your act together. 
You better be careful. You're walking a thin line. <laughs> I'm Toby Rowland, terrible hire. Yeah, that's good. That's right. a good one. All right. I'm messing with Joe. But, no, I, I, uh, my point is I don't think – I think Porter's a good hire. I think – I agree with a lot of what you said earlier about how Porter's worked. feeling right now. Yes. But it hasn't worked. Yeah. It hasn't worked yet. Uh, there's no reason that it wasn't a good move at the time. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes, you know, you've got a guy that took Loyola Chicago to a Final Four and an Elite Eight – He's young, he's energetic, he's he was the most coveted coach that offseason in the country out there. And honestly, and this is not an excuse, but the whole COVID thing threw everything off, and he was dealt about, this is going to sound like I'm making excuses, I'm just trying to lay out what has happened here. He showed up, there was three guys here. Everybody that was here, and that that last Lon Kruger team had Austin Reeves, Brady Manick, Elijah Harkless, Emoja Gibson, Davion Harmon. I'm forgetting somebody. Um, Young Jalen Hill. Young Jalen Hill. I'm still forgetting somebody. Somebody else. Alondis Williams, who went to be the ACC Player of the Year after he left OU. They all scattered. They, Lon left, and they said, we're out. We're, we're going to go find somewhere else to play, except for Austin. He went to the NBA. And uh, and Jalen came back. That's it. Uh, well, I guess Jalen, Moe, and EJ stayed, and EJ and Moe after one year left. But those were the three guys. Those were the only three here. So he filled up the team. He got he got um, maybe the most coveted big man in the country, uh, Tanner Groves, to come here. Because he was coming off that 35 and 23 performance against Kansas in the NCAA tournament, that hasn't worked out as well as they had hoped. Um, I think he had a good recruiting class this past year. I think we've seen that Los and Tega are good additions. Uh, Grant Sherfield had a good year, fifth leading scorer in the Big 12, but had some moments, and certainly last night was one of them where. Uh, he, he disappeared, and he had some nights like when he went for 30 against Alabama where he was spectacular, but inconsistent. And TJ said earlier it just didn't fit. So now that's a coach's job to make it fit. So I'm not letting him off the hook for that. I'm not letting him off the hook for anything. I'm just saying um, I don't know what I'm saying. I think I what you're it, saying is what I, I was works out. trying to say a minute ago. I don't think it's a bad hire. I believe in Porter as a coach. I don't know why it hasn't worked. And maybe a part of it is a lot of what you said. The roster was depleted, and you're sitting in a monster of a conference that we mentioned K-State earlier. The pieces they put together and whatever they did there worked this year, worked extremely well. And whatever he's put together so far – hasn't so it is crucial for him to keep those two young guys keep his class together and build his foundation and hopefully that's the jump we see the frustrating thing this year was the consistency like you can say whatever you want about talent and all that kind of stuff but they were good enough to beat really good teams this year to at times look fantastic Right, not just good enough to win, 
but fantastic. But they just couldn't do it back-to-back or for any stretch of time at all. And that's puzzling. You know, why you couldn't get them to play that way for – Texas Tech went on – Texas Tech finished tied at the bottom with OU, but they went on a little two-week stretch there where they beat everybody. And you're like, wow, Texas Tech's putting it together. OU Mm -hmm. never had a stretch like that. No. They, They would win a game and then they'd lose three or four, and then they'd pop up and you'd go, wow, look at that, and then they'd lose another couple or three. And they just couldn't – I don't know. I don't know why. Don't know why they couldn't be more consistent. But anyway, the texter uh, uh, says he's done, and we'll see. I think he's definitely going to get one more year as a – what is that? Is that a possum? Something in the yard outside my window right now crawling. I don't know, some some sort of a furry, small rodent. (laughs) Well, it's a big (laughs) rodent, but it's – I think it. I think it might be. A, it's not a possum. Maybe a a raccoon. Maybe a like a groundhog. I don't know. <laughs> it's far enough away that I can't really tell what it is. It's just moving. Hey, no, it's not a raccoon. If it's a hedgehog, leave it alone because that vegan that listens to the show can't eat that. It so might be a possum. <laughs> leave the hedgehog alone. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to any of it. I'm six floors in the air. I'm just looking out a glass window at a field and something's moving in it. Uh, when you make garlic bread, you are supposed to put the butter on before you toast it. It didn't work out for me for whatever reason. I just had soggy bread, so. Um, I think, did, well, you said you put it in a toaster oven. Yeah. I put mine in the broiler sometimes when I make, like, a garlic bread or something like that. But right. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know why the result was I don't know different. what I did wrong. I don't know what I did wrong. Uh, thought I had my TV on TBS and Days of Thunder was coming on again. I don't know what that's talking about. Hmm. What are you talking okay. about, Kyle? <laughs> you lost me what, there. What you talking about, Kyle? Uh, hey, at least they won't lose to Texas three times. All right. <laughs> it's a positive. Yeah. Depends <laughs> on how you want to look at it. Um, I thought Cortez was stepping down. He only missed the one game, right? Or did he miss two? Bijan missed two games for personal reasons. Uh, I know what those are and will not go into that, but uh, he was never dismissed, nor was he ever leaving the program or intending to leave the team at all. He needed uh, a week or so there, I think how many ever he was away, to – he needed he needed that time, um, and he has come back and uh, has played well, and he's been surrounded by a lot of love, and I think he's doing I think he's doing better. So you can maybe infer from that what what has happened. This, these are these are difficult days for a lot of young people. The last couple of years have been difficult for a lot of young people. And so I think that the important thing is, TJ, and and I have had some experience with this, unfortunately. The important thing is to know when you need help and get it, right? And I think that was uh, – I think what happened was good. And he came back and he, he hit a couple of threes last night, and uh, I don't think there's any doubt he's going to be a part of the program next year. He's a nice little spark. I mean, I think he's a bench piece. It's probably what he is. But he's a good bench piece. 
And he comes off the bench and, and he plays hard and he, he gets downhill and he pushes the ball and he can hit some threes and he's an Oklahoma kid. And I like having Bijan Cortez a part of this program. Let's see here. Why is Drake up so early and crawling around outside of Toby's window? Wow. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Toby would recognize a rat when he saw one. Come no, on. Oh, shut up. Come on. <laughs> Can we get Sister Jean to move to Norman? I don't think we need to be moving Sister Jean anywhere. No, I think. no. I think that uh, it looks like we need to just keep her in place. Yes. And uh, at this point, things are very brittle, mm-hmm. and we just need to try our best to preserve a national treasure. Uh, good morning, sir. Have a great Thursday. Brandon from Shawnee. Oh, thank you, Brandon. Um, does Porter go after that big from Texas Tech, Toby? Well... We're going to um, read the news here coming up next segment, but one of the things is obviously they're on the search for a head coach. I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about getting more athletic, I don't know that Farquhar AMAC is the answer to that, you know. What did you just say? I, I apologize. FCC violation. <laughs> Gosh. But there could be some guys that are leaving that program. I mean, they were pretty young this year, and there could be some guys that are well, – I don't know what they're, you know, the situation obviously turned ugly there and and uh, who knows who they're bringing in. And so could be some Texas Tech guys looking for new homes. I, listen, there's going to be a million guys in the portal. You know how this works now. In all sports, half your team leaves and says, I, I think I can be a starter at Duke. And then Duke takes the two guys they're going to take, and everybody else goes, ah, crap, I guess Stephen F. Austin will do. You know, that's how this works. But there's going to be a million guys out there, the bigs and guards and point guards and whatever. They got two really good freshmen they're bringing in. And the important thing is the evaluation process on the portal. Make sure you bring in the right guys that fit and and that work with what you're wanting to do. So. I think I, the first things first, they got to keep Los and Tega. And I've got no reason to believe that's not going to happen, but I'm just being realistic. You know, those neither one of those guys are Oklahoma kids. One came from Vegas, one came from New Jersey. So there's no natural tie here like there is with uh, Bijan. So they came here to win. They didn't win this year. I would imagine there's at least some people in their ear saying, hey, man, why don't you go see if you can win somewhere else? So number one is keeping those two guys and convincing them you plus what we've got coming in is going to – we're going to turn the corner. We all know that's not Drake outside his window. It's got to be Carter. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, and last one here, Big Bad Wolf says, I'm 22 years old. You guys aren't kidding. The last three years has put more pressure on us young adults than I feel there's been in decades. Yeah, it's been hard. I mean, life's been hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. But especially, uh, especially in the social think, media world children. we live in, it's, it's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. I, the isolation, the social media, everything, it's been hard. Break time. Uh, we're reading the news next. I'm in Kansas City today. 
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. And now it's time for In the News. Beautifully done, TJ. I just I would prefer we just make that. We just make that the norm going forward. All right, a lot of coaching news yesterday. Hall of Famer Jim Beheim has retired, I think, at Syracuse after four. Not according seasons. to him. What was that? Not the most bizarre press conference. It you've was. Ever seen? It was the most Jim Beheim conference I've ever seen. He is just such a curmudgeon. Yeah. And even after fifty years, it's like, man, it's just. Come on, you know it's best for the program. Stop Are you retiring? It. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Ask them. If you would have listened last week, you would have heard. Right. I already retired. So you're retiring? No. But you just said, I didn't say anything. You said something. What? Are you done? No. Ask them. You're asking what? the wrong guy. <laughs> what do you mean? Am I asking? You're, are you retiring? You're asking the wrong guy. Huh? 47 <laughs> years. 47 years. That makes Bob Huggins, by the way. Now the active winning is coach in all of college basketball. Uh, more news. Uh, Mark Adams, after the Texas Tech loss last night, the press release issued that he is stepping down as Texas Tech's head coach. Of course, he took over for Chris Beard last year, had a great year last year, not a good year this year. He was suspended for the Big 12 tournament for inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comments. Shame to see him go out like that. Texas Tech will be on the search for a new head basketball coach now. Speaking of Chris Beard, DJ. Yeah, I was about to. I was figuring this was coming up in your news. Yeah. Chris Beard reportedly will be the next men's basketball coach at Ole Miss. Has there ever been a better. Hand glove situation since O.J. Simpson, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, <laughs> what a perfect fit this is. Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin and Chris, and Chris Beard, Beard are going to be in the same athletic department. Immediately when it flashed at the bottom of the screen last night, I'm like, Lane Kiffin's the first I thought of in the whole situation. Not Chris Beard and the mess that he's in. None of that. I'm like, huh, Chris Beard and Lane Kiffin. That's a combo. What a place. Can't wait to get into that conference. <laughs> Ah, we got high school basketball. <laughs> Having said that, great hire by Ole Miss. Yeah. As long as he can stay away from the law. Maybe, I guess. 5A boys basketball yesterday at the LNC. Quarterfinals, Holland Hall over El Reno, 51-36. Carl Albert knocks out Tahlequah, 62-50. It was Dell City over Edison, 49-40. And Tulsa Memorial beat Southeast emphatically, 70-45. Uh, girls basketball yesterday, also at the LNC, 5A. Um, hang on, hang on, refreshing. Here we go. Holland Hall, also a winner on the girls' side, beat Lawton Mack 54-48. Carl Albert over Will Rogers, 61-46. El Reno beat Tahlequah, 61-51. And Sepulpa big over Glenpool, 79-43. 6A tournaments. Uh, fire up today. You've got the big house going. It's uh, high school basketball all over the place right now. 
TJ, they were all excited in the desert last night for the home debut of Kevin Durant. The biggest, the biggest trade in Suns history, they're saying. They're off to a good start. They won their first three games with him, but those were all on the road. Uh, tickets were going for a zillion dollars. And in pregame warm-ups last night, he rolls his ankle and is a scratch. Can you imagine if you had a ticket to that game? And probably on the secondary market, paid a pretty penny for it. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it, it, Let's say you took the family of four, paid a 1000 bucks or maybe more for tickets. Kevin Durant's debut, history tonight. Uh, and then he's out because he rolled an ankle in pregame warm-ups. They won anyway. I'm sure it was still entertaining as they blow out the thunder last night. Uh, 132-101. Your guy, Devin Booker, goes for 44. Worst or most lopsided loss of the year for OKC. They played without SGA and without J-Dub last night. Back-to-back road games coming up Saturday, Sunday for the Thunder at New Orleans and at San Antonio. TJ, do you have a doggy door at your house? Uh, no, I used to. Um, years ago, I used to have one. But no, not, not right now. An Arizona resident uh, came home to find a bobcat had entered their home and was lounging on the dog bed. The Arizona Game and Fish Wildlife Department said uh, that San Manuel homeowner returned home from work Monday to discover the bobcat relaxing in the dog bed. They believed it entered through the family's doggy door. It escaped without any harm, and even before authorities got there, because they just, you know, they did the smart thing. They opened all the doors, and it got frightened and just left. But can you imagine coming home and there's a cougar? Well, I shouldn't say cougar. There is a <laughs> hey cheetah, a bobcat. Let's just say bobcat. There's a bobcat in your living room just chilling on the dog bed. No, more than I'm more likely is I would have a friend named Bob passed out in the dog bed, but no, <laughs> no bobcat. And finally, this is fantastic. A, I got to get better at playing that stinger. What's going on with the stinger? I don't know. I can't. My fingers are too fat to hit the pause button on my phone here. Um, a Maine state of Maine vegan is upset. TJ. He is upset and thinks the government is out to get him because he has been asked to give up his vanity license plate. His vanity license plate says, Love, L-U-V, Tofu, (laughs) T-O-F-U. Depends on how you read it, my friend. Love, Tofu. Uh, The government has said, uh, I think that could be taken the wrong way. (laughs) And they're making him change it. Uh, Peter Starostecki says, quote, it's my protest against eating meat and animal products. And he is challenging the main Bureau of Motor Vehicles. But as of now, um, no more vanity license plate. Love tofu, TJ. Yeah, I'd probably just ask the guy to leave the state anyway. (laughs) 
that's fantastic. Who gets a, who loves tofu so much that <laughs> they get, get a license, on their license plate, license plate. Love tofu? Oh, I love you, tofu. He's sitting. He's got. There's a picture of him at the back of his car. He's sitting there, kind of leaning against the back of his car, with his two kids. He's got a, a boy and a girl there, youngsters. He's got kind of long hair, as you would imagine a person who oh, loves tofu shocking. would have. <laughs> shocking. And it's just a nice family photo where you know it's saying there's nothing wrong with this license plate that says love, love tofu. You write it down, folks, if you can't figure it out. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he is uh, apparently going to have to give up the license plate, plate, unfortunately. And that's the news for this Thursday, March 9. We'll take a break. Back to more of your text when we come back here in Kansas City. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KREF Podcast page. (laughs) Welcome back. Yeah. Toby and TJ back with you. This show Just brought to you by two the, of the baddest Casino. guys you have ever heard yeah. in your life right here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to the Riverwind Casino. They bring you all the toughness. You think that's Teddy at like a Pantera concert? He's just over oh. and over. Yeah. Every song that starts. Yeah. He's no. No. I think he's the stoic, uh, arms crossed, crazy looking dude standing there with no emotion that everyone's scared of. Love you, Ted. Uh, I missed you Saturday. I know. <laughs> that guy, that ball of energy will be at Chicken and Pickle today. You can go by and see him at Chicken oh, and really? Pickle. Oh, really? That's right. That's right. Wow, what a remote that is. <laughs> Why can't you get me a 6 a.m. Chicken and Pickle remote? Uh... But they have early morning chicken and pickle remotes, or uh, not remotes, uh, leagues, don't you think? They probably got early morning leagues before people go to work, you know, get a good game of pickleball. I don't know in. that for sure, but yeah, that's where Teddy will be today if you got something, like looking for something to do. Chicken and pickle. They got chicken yep. and pickles. And pickles. And pickle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. John's in a good mood this morning. He says Tanner Groves is a player that everyone loves, but unfortunately the team was better with him on the bench. Hard truce and hard to swallow sometimes. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Look at the TCU game. Best player on the the, floor. Reason they won that game. He was the best player they had last night. I'm not saying he played great, but he had 13 points or 12 points, 13 rebounds. I mean, uh, he he definitely had games he struggled and and he he got athletically worked uh, at times. But they were not better without Tanner Groves. Uh, The games when he would get in foul trouble were a disaster for them. There's no situation this year where Tanner Gross is in foul trouble, left the floor, and you said, I think Oklahoma's got a chance to win now. Sam Godwin had some good minutes, but this was a better team with Tanner Groves out there. They had a better shot anyway. Last night wasn't his night. Now, if you want to say thanks, uh, appreciate it. Let's be nice. How about that? Thanks for coming. We you hope, had a, a nice that they about great uh, athletically at that position. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I wish things had gone better, but thanks for choosing OU. And I hope you'll always, you know, come back around. You were, you were great guys. 
Well, I don't know if Jacob's going to nice stay or not. We are. See how Let's nice just be we are. nice to people. We're so Jeez. nice. We're so nice. Hey, good riddance, okay? Good riddance. We're so nice, except to vegans. You weirdos. I uh, <laughs> 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 would like to thank the players and coaches. Here we go. I would like to thank the players and coaches for their efforts this year. Fans quit many times, but they never did. They were cursed. Must have set a record for expir- uh, expiration threes given up a number of times. Balls went Ugh. clear above backboard. Then went in just like that last night. Just maddening. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. That's right. Uh, there was th- That's when you knew, right? There, there is a moment in a lot of games where you're like, mm, not our night. It ain't happening. And early second half when Caleb Asbury fires up that three that hits the back iron, goes 15 feet straight in the air, and comes right back down through the hoop. <laughs> right. I thought, good night, everybody. It ain't happening. And then, like, two minutes later – Shot clock's about to expire. There's a scramble. It ends up when John Michael Wright's hands 30 feet out, and he just chunks it up and swishes uh, it. At that point, I had my CPAP mask on, and it sounded like this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, it ain't, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. A lot of people questioning, uh, CBI, don't you have to pay now to play in that? Some are saying 50000 yes. Some are saying 30000 So Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'd say yeah, I uh, take gotta... that 30 and put it right back into the new arena. That'll be a be nice wrong. start. I could be wrong about this. I think you have to pay to host NIT games, too. I believe that's right. Yeah, you put in a bid, and yeah, that's right. I think so. Um, all right, 8 o'clock, top of the hour. I got about 30 more minutes with you before I head to uh, MCI. We'll be back.